0: Anna Maynard. Please subscribe to this podcast for weekly reviews on all of your favorite anime, manga, and games. See you soon! <laughs>
1: Good night, wherever you guys are at. This is your host, Anime Nerd. And today I got a special podcast guest. Well, they're guests, because this is the first time they're on my podcast, but this ain't the first time that we collab. I got KT and OT for, for your reference podcast. Go ahead and say hello, guys. Hey guys. G'day, how you going? Yep. So today we had planned to do this podcast for I don't even know how long has it been since we decided to try to do this?
2: I'll say maybe a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Has it been
2: a year? It was around the time of Endgame. When did Endgame come out? Like a year ago. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's around, yeah, you're right. We disintegrated
2: for a while, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it was originally, so we were originally supposed to link up a long time. Only the big guy upstairs know what happened and my job, technically. I'm going to blame my job. (laughs) So we were supposed to do this collab and our collab is uh, doing it on a show that I love, race. It's an anime show. In case you guys haven't seen it, I would definitely go recommend checking it out. I'm not going to try to say the Japanese name. I'm going to leave that for KT or OT, whoever is the better one on pronouncing Japanese name because I will butcher the name. So, But, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about this podcast. I'm not a podcast. This show, this anime show. And, you know, before we start, I want to give KT and OT a time to introduce themselves for those who haven't heard. So go ahead, you guys.
2: Hey, uh, so pretty much all of our episodes are full reviews of TV shows or movies that we cover. You know, a lot of people like to claim that they speak in tongues. We speak in movie references (laughs) references. uh as soon as we started our love affair with anime nerd and a couple of other um podcasters ot kind of wanted to become an anime only podcast (laughs) Um, which isn't a problem but um we do cover a lot of uh different sort of things you know international stuff um all sorts of lots of fun things.
0: Oh, for sure
2: uh and if i if i may be so bold to plug um for our 20th episode we did an anime special with anime nerd um and also savage Otaku, and it was delicious
1: it was fun that was fun mm. and it's I all feel like it was a long overdue oh my
0: bad ot go ahead oh it's all right like it's one of those sort of you don't re- really realize how much you love anime until you start talking about it with other people and I think our 20th episode on uh, um, Talking Anime was is one of our most listened to today. And just goes to show you the fan base and, and, and the people who love to watch consume anime.
1: It's real. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's real. It is. It's like when you start talking about it, you don't realize how long the conversation can last. Like, I think it took us a long time just to even try to end it because we were just going on and on and on <laughs> it's one of those type of conversation that is just so easy and natural like you can be yourself without somebody judging you because you like the same thing mm-hmm. so that's what yeah. i like about doing anime podcast but the cool thing about your guys podcast is you guys can talk about anything and get fan base from anywhere and then eventually they'll, if they're true fans that will listen and eventually you guys can easily win them over to come join us nerds and talk about anime and stuff that's what i like it about y'all podcast because you guys can literally watch shows and so i lately i've been trying to watch like step out of anime but watch like foreign shows so like i did a whole podcast about the king avatar which is a chinese i don't know if they call it webtoons because it's not yeah, really manga
2: know, i i saw that episode come out but we haven't watched it so i can't listen uh, to it
1: okay I, I ain't gonna say too much but I know Netflix have a live adaptation of it and I love it. So it's like, mm, this is not really anime talk, but I'm going to still talk about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, we so, I mean, we recently covered Itaewon Class, um which is on Netflix and that was based on a webtoon. I think if it's not Japanese, they have like different terms, right? Like yeah. a webtoon not a manga.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I think that's what they call like webtoons so. Yeah. Still it's still, it's still a it's still a really great show. But Let us go into today's topic. So, right off the bat, all right, you guys. So, you guys know, if you guys listen to my channel, I am a big fan of this show, Erase. I I remember when I first watched it, for the very first time, this show will literally play with your emotions. It was like, it's about this guy. I ain't going to try to give it away without giving too much, but I'm just going to say this. Spoiler alert. So, it's about this guy. Who has this ability? I would call it a butterfly effect. Would you guys agree? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like, I want, so he has this like butterfly effect where he can see something happening and then try to prevent it. But it's like a really quick, it isn't like, it don't tell you what's happening. He just had to pay attention. So, right off in the beginning, you see him riding like a little moped because he's a delivery boy. And he sees something happening, and it's like almost like a deja vu effect and right there, and then it was pretty much i think it was like a little kid was about to get hit by a truck, yeah, yeah, so right before it happened, he saw that happening, and then he saw what the cause was it. He saw a truck, and the driver was completely knocked out. I believe the driver died by a heart attack or something it was it was like one of those little information that they give that you don't really pay attention to and right off the back the main character stopped it prevented and that's when the whole story began and you started realizing about his life and then like on the news there was a i believe a kid went missing and his mom showed up and was like oh this happened a while back when you was a kid and pretty much that's how the show began now so when that happened Automatically, you start realizing that this show is gonna be a little bit more in your in your feeling show because you're gonna watch him like struggle to try to save a childhood friend that died in the past mm-hmm. now, I'm gonna stop it right there and I wanna ask you guys when you guys first saw episode one of that show, what was your thought uh
2: like like you said, it made you feel the feels. I didn't realize I had so many feels.
1: <laughs> so you're yeah. saying you're cold
2: <laughs> Oh yeah uh, It's a cold world out there And I was I was quite fine um, But it, it hit me In all the places it needed to hit me And I think also a good thing as well Because again we tried to do this collaboration Quite a while ago So we watched it for the first time maybe over a year ago and we watched it for the second time again and it didn't even matter that we knew what was going to happen that's how good the story is so that's definitely credit to this anime
0: oh yeah and and the fact that i think we're different with katie here because i felt the first episode because mm-hmm. this is a sort of podcast how
2: dare right? you <laughs> i said i've got to. <laughs> no,
0: to see um Satoru's mother getting killed, and we were like, "Whoa! This is like within the first ten minutes of the of the of the episode." Like, I wasn't prepared for that, even watching
1: it for the second time. Oh yeah, definitely. It was when I first saw that. I remember so. I was because for those of you guys don't know, I'm in the military, so I was stationed in Japan. Me and my friends were sitting around watching the show because mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, watch this show." I'm like, okay, cool. We sitting around. The first episode, we see his mom die, and we were like, "What?" It's like screaming like on the top of our lungs. It was like the craziest reaction. we were like, "What is going on?" And like by that time, the show was kind of already like within like eight episodes deep. Mm. So you know you had nothing but like eight episodes to catch up on, which is it's a good and a bad thing. The good thing is you could keep on watching. The bad thing is once you caught up, then you have to wait for the show to done to, you know, release a new episode. And I think the show is what, like 13 episodes, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, like 13
2: episodes. is a filler. So we're not sure which sort of camps you fit in when you watch anime, whether you skip fillers or not, but there is definitely one whole episode that's a filler. <laughs> you no,
1: know, I didn't even realize there's an episode that is a filler. So... I I was just so caught up.
2: Recap, rather, it's six or seven. Yeah,
1: I think I know what you're saying. Like with the whole thing, yeah, you're right. You are so right. So, like, when we get into the show, and like on the next episode, once you find out his mom died, and by the way, his mom to me is a total badass. She's
2: is uh, everything. mm,
1: Yes, like when she died, I kind of and what like when she died in the beginning. At first, you didn't get to feel for much for his mom. It's still like, oh, dang, his mom got murdered. That sucked. But then when you start watching the episode and the TV show, one well, of the episode? that is a TV show. I don't know why I'm repeating myself today. It's so early. Forgive me, y'all. Uh, but it's when you start watching, huh?
2: I said <laughs> it's been a race.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you start watching the show and you start um, watching Sotaru, uh, interact with his mom you'd be like dang she's a really good mom like she's a badass and I thought her character was truly one of the best characters she ain't the best best but she's one of the best and I wish we would have built up to that before we got into her murder scene cause then I, I felt like I probably would have shed a tear
2: it's interesting you say that because you know Like a lot of the time, especially with animes, there are a lot of uh, emotional deaths and some of them hit a lot harder than others, like in Naruto, but we're not going to talk about that today. Um, But in regards to Sachiko dying, I actually felt that because I feel like they gave enough examples in the first episode for us to understand what kind of a mother she was. It continued to unfold in layers on how great of a mum she was. Um, But there are definitely misses in regards to when characters get killed off. And I really feel like that was quite effective because that was essentially – you know, the driving force for them moving back in time. As we see yeah, at the, start of the first episode, he only goes back about five minutes. So he's only making menial sort of changes because even I think one of the directors for the manga that he's doing is like, you need to deal with your shit. <laughs> like, until you <laughs> deal with your shit, you can't be a proper artist, right? And right. for the mum to die, he had to go back 18 years to correct that.
1: Yeah, that is true. It was uh it was all because of his mom dying that he was able to go back so far. And you kind of root for him while he did it. But also, before that, I noticed that he he made like uh he was like pretty much like a loner, kind of like a loser pretty much at the same time cuz was working at like a dead-end job. He was like to me, he started off kind of like with what I would say depressed, like a depressed person, because mm-hmm. he pretty much, his goal was to be a, a anime artist or a manga writer, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, it was like, dang. You kind of watch him like, okay, the main character is kind of a loser. And I'm sorry, if people, if you feel like, you know, that's kind of rude. You never know what people these say. They might try to start, you know, <laughs> rioting, because I said he's a loser. But <laughs> he started off as a loser, and then it's like, you know you kind of understand kind of what happened to him and so and then when we got to the point with his mom coming over to visit he was like he wasn't so loving with his mother and to me I never truly understand why cuz you know from on the show you see him his mom pretty much do anything for her now he call her a witch which is kind of funny like <laughs> Cause his mom is like one of those people, like his mom didn't even age at all. Come to think about it. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so what you call. later
2: In the later episodes where like even Kenya and the other guys have grown up and she looks exactly the same.
1: I say that's good genetic. He should be happy. At least, you know, he won't be aging too bad, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, uh, you kind of like tend to, I think in the beginning he was a little cold hearted to his mom. And then like, as the story progresses, as he starts to remember all his stuff his mom did, then eventually when the ending of the series get there, you know. Oh, so true. I don't, I don't want to get say that part yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because at the start we
0: get to see him sort of, they're not really close and you can tell they've not seen each other for a while.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then when the mom does and he goes back in time, you can tell he's appreciating those little moments more. Yeah. And the relationship, their relationship changes sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when we get to see him trying to do things in a better way, not only to save the sort of, to save the girls who were being murdered, but also better his life because he was, he didn't have friends when yeah. he was a bitter yeah. guy. But at the end of it, we saw him with Kenya and all the other guys. And it was, he had a, he had a family.
2: Don't you love how we only know Kenya's name?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ot
2: is kenyan by the way
1: <laughs> oh so that's how you know it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kenyan one, kenyan <laughs> i guess he did well technically he did have a well he probably didn't consider a friend that one girl the what her name ari ari yeah the, uh, the one uh, girl I that tried to help him place yeah yeah, he technically. I mean, I guess she thought him of him as a friend, but he didn't. So, I guess he's still considered a loner. So, <laughs> but still. So when the so uh, around episode two and three, I'm gonna say two, three, and four, he went back in time. You kind of get a glimpse of his childhood. Clearly, his mom was a single mother. You didn't even see his father, but for the most part it pretty much seemed like he had a good childhood. Like it took him a while to remember what was going on and stuff like that. He kind of remembered, but he kind of didn't remember. And when he went to school, he met up with his old friends that I guess he never hung out with ever since. I don't know when, because clearly there was no mention of them in the, in the beginning half, but you start to see how his childhood was. And then, you run into the girl who was murdered back then, and her name was Kayo. And mm-hmm. uh, you start to, you, that's when you meet her, and you start to see that she was a quiet girl who pretty much kept to herself. Because for those of you guys who don't know about this anime, the anime do deal with abuse, so it is kind of, it isn't. They don't show it too much, but there is some scenes that could be kind of tough, especially if you had grew up in that type of environment. So I can understand if you don't want to watch this anime, but it does deal with like abuse and what happened. And Kyle was pretty much being abused by her, her mom and her boyfriend pretty much, which that's kind of sickening for anybody to parent, to abuse their own kid. And then letting somebody who's not the father even do that and hit their own, hit their daughter and stuff. But anyway, I digress from that topic. Um, you kind of tend to see Kaio uh, staying alone and so And remember, so the main character is back and his plan is to try to save her. So you try to see him now try to reach out and talk to her and be her friend and everything like that. So in the scene, uh, what did you guys think about him trying to rewrite past and so in that whole like episode two, three, and four, I believe him trying to hang out with Kyle and try to save her. Uh,
2: I, I thought it was quite interesting. I guess it depends, you know, even beyond anime, there's the whole time traveling sort of element and it might just not be people's, you know, sort of show that they like to watch. So I guess that depends on how much you enjoy that and how, how much you might feel like the writing is relying on that sort of like gimmick if if so um but I really enjoyed it I thought it was very effective the way that they chose to go back and forth in time just throughout the series in general um I guess just going back on what we were talking about about Satoru like appreciating more about what his mom does it's messed up but this is what we do as humans like we feel better about our lives when we see people that have shittier lives right
1: and I (laughs) that is true
2: yeah and I think him like you know, learning more about Kayo made him appreciate his mum more, mm. because unfortunately, you know, not everyone has has breakfast every morning made by their mother, right yeah,
1: um, very true. So,
2: so there were definitely moments that he was appreciating, and then you'll just see like him as a little ten year old crying, and it was the sweetest thing ever, but he was a twenty nine year old man that was unfortunately like he, he emotionally he was he he stopped aging at that age, like all of that trauma that he had to go through kind of just like kept changing.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, for that, but like two, three and four was really interesting because, Oh, but I'm just telling you, like if I woke up and I was 10 years old again, I would not, it would be game over <laughs> Like going through school again. Nah, nah, man, that's, that's just not for me because kids are hey, dead- but- Everyone addicts.
1: <laughs> but think about it. You'll be on a straight A honor roll list. You'll be pretty much perfect. You're like, oh, yeah, I know this. True. Certified True. genius.
0: Oh, my memory is shit. I'd probably forget all of that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: like you need to repeat again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But let's, um, so. In those, uh, I I can't remember which episode it was, but pretty much you see him put in like all the steps to save her. And then like at the end, it was like the next day she went missing and she was later found that like, when you guys heard that, like it was, I know it was like at the end of an episode and then it just cut off. What, what did you guys thought about that? Cause for me, I was like, what the, you know, how, how he did everything so what did you guys thought
0: yeah it had to be a bigger picture than just trying to save kayo in my opinion it was like yes you've put all this effort to save kayo but the, it it doesn't prevent your mom from dying
2: and you're not really addressing what the issue was exactly. why you came in exactly. the first yeah uh in the first place
1: right yeah, yeah that is true yeah. that is true like, I, and the thing that I like about this anime is you think it was going to be that simple. It's like, oh, yeah, he saved her. And then for it to end, like, but the next day he went missing. So then he had to go back again. Like, cause it goes back from the, from the future to the present. I mean, not the future, the past to the present. And that's what I like about it. It kind of, like, goes back and forth. So you kind of see what he's dealing with from running with the cops, running away from the cops, and then dealing back in the past. And it's like he's working on two two ends here. He's trying to save the girl that got murdered and trying to address his whatever issue he had in the past while trying to fix what's going on in the present. And so you kind of run into these two female characters, uh, Kayo and uh, Ari, and you kind of like... Begin seeing how one and like in the present him, he's like kind of forming not like I would say a relationship, but you kinda of would hope it would go towards that end with Ari, the one that's helping him run away from the law pretty much because you know, they think he murdered his mom, but the killer is still technically out there. Which I kinda I don't understand how they say he murdered his mom, like he even had no blood or that. It was just a nosy neighbor seeing that the door was open
2: <laughs> this whole time this was the one opportunity she could get
1: <laughs> yeah she had she had to have something because you see this man literally walk in the door and then you come in and his mom dead on the ground and then the first thing you're gonna do is scream and call the police so <laughs> i think that's crazy but anyway so but he's I running away.
2: Also, I think it's also like he probably felt like no one would believe him. And also if he was detained, he wouldn't be able to figure out why or who or, you know, what was going on.
0: But there not no prints on the knife. Plus he didn't have any gloves. He had blood on his hands. So yeah, sure but
2: he's he- like, he's like in a strange son. Like we mentioned, he sits in the dark corner of his room doing or reading <laughs> whatever he's doing. Um, And he hasn't seen his mom for a while. It just, the aesthetics isn't great because he looks like a loner. Yeah,
1: Yeah. you're probably right.
2: Yeah, so like the aesthetics don't look great of it. And, uh, you know, the way that the story moves forward and the way that it goes back in time, I think it was handled very effectively because when he goes back, when he goes back into the present day where he's being chased, we get to see instances where what he did as a kid. Back in time actually did affect it. And the date actually changed of the disappearance of Kayo. Mm. And that was important for him to know. And he just had to go back in time and
0: fix it up. Yeah, the one weird thing though is that one when he went back, he said it was his last chance. How did he know exactly he wouldn't be able to use Revival again? That's something he didn't explain, or at least I missed it.
1: I don't know. You're right. Because he did say that was my last chance. I think he was just like, he know now this is his last chance to figure out. I I really don't know. Maybe he got like a little niche or something like, like, Hey, this is it. This is all you can, can do pretty much. Um, Because pretty much, I think he failed like twice saving Kyle. It was like he changed, he managed to change the date. And then once he figured out that she went missing around her, his birthday, like he, that was like, I think that's the first time that he managed to um, change the date from her death and she managed to see her birthday. All she did was just die uh, one year older, pretty much. You yeah. know Because I mean? she died at what, like 10? And then the next one she died at like 11. Uh, and then I think the next time is he managed to save her by kind of like putting her somewhere else. I can't remember how she died the second time. Maybe she died once. I can't remember.
2: I'm pretty sure she died once.
1: Okay, yeah. Then it's the second time that he decided to move her to that abandoned bus, and so and the killer, which was crazy. I would have been. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have been scared out of my pants. Where the killer ended up using to store his stuff on that bus. Luckily, she didn't make a noise because she would have probably died the second time.
2: No, yeah, but like if you're if you're using this abandoned truck to put all of your paraphernalia to do all of the terrible things that you're doing and you see mm. that there's a curtain there because as far as we could see they put the curtain there mm. he didn't yeah. put the curtain there you're literally there and you're kicking you're kicking the box wouldn't you just open the curtain just to see what's there <laughs> yeah. like that made no sense
1: <laughs> which is true i mean hey look <laughs> you're right that is that is so true that that really didn't make no sense but hey look for the story. Thank God it didn't make sense, okay? <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I was, I was tense. I was like, oh, guys, she going to get caught? Because the way she died, I think what happened was she got drowsed in water and then froze to death pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think that's how she died in the original yeah, I mean, one. They so they put her
2: into, like a refrigerator, and then they put her in the Yeah.
1: Like, that's sick. Just think about it. That's messed up. Like, yeah. yeah, Do to do that to a kid. Yeah.
2: It's like, it's fully planned. I think the term is liberated. Like they knew what they were going to do. They had all of the resources and they did it without any hesitation either. And they created circumstances in which they could thrive. Enough dodgy people around to get the blame for what they were doing. Because you had the mom and you also had Yuki. Who was 26 years old talking to little kids, which doesn't sound great.
1: Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely didn't.
2: But he was—he wasn't anything to worry about relative to, I guess you know, the big lead up in the series.
1: Oh yeah. So for those of you guys who know, Yuki is like, as Katie said, yeah, I believe he was 26. He's a guy. He's pretty uh, much—he seemed like a nice guy, but let's be real in our logical thinking what what grown man is hanging out with little kids playing with little kids you, that sound messed up so it was a perfect opportunity for him to get framed from it but it, he's pretty much one of the character that um the main character kind of hang out with Satoru yeah and he kind of like build a relationship i mean Yuki is a nice guy and i'm 100% sure he wouldn't have did it but Let's be real. If we're using our logic, it's like you're a grown ass man hanging out with yeah. little kids.
2: Even watching it the first time, they gave enough hints for you to think that it was him. So yeah, there were many Mister X uh, in this series, which I guess keeps it interesting as well. Um, oh, yeah. Ot and I are very annoying sort of watchers, though, because like you said, when pretty much everything got solved in regards to Kaio, we knew it wasn't finished because there was like six more episodes to go. So we're kind of annoying (laughs) like where we'll watch something and we'll be very you know invested in the story that's going on but also at the same time we always look at the length of stuff and we're like nah there's something's going on. there's
1: to- more to the story
2: <laughs> yeah there are definitely more twists or more time jumps to go on
1: oh yeah definitely that's the one thing i'm like that too so i was like yeah how many episodes and and they're just now solving this at five nope something ain't right so naturally so like They said there was more to the story. Eventually, Kyle ended up getting saved, but then she ended up, like, when she got saved, luckily it was, like, due to child protective services, taking her away from her mother. The killer was out there, so he couldn't get a chance to take her away because the killer knew where Kyle would be stored at because whenever Kyle's done getting abused or whatever, her mom liked to throw her in the shed outside. So the killer took that opportunity to take her and pretty much kill her. So, and luckily Satoru kind of figured out what was going on. And so, and managed to take her away, put her in the um, school bus. And then when the school bus turned out to be not safe, he ended up taking her home with his mom. And that's why I say Satoru's mom was like a real OG. She didn't even say nothing. She knew something was up. She knew something was up from the beginning when he started taking food, extra food and wasn't eating. So, it's like the mom knew right off the jump. And and she was pretty cool much
2: dramas for Kayo as well.
1: Yeah, she pretty much like took her in as a as her own daughter, and everything like that. So it was it was kind of cool seeing like Saturn Mom be there, and that's why I say like that woman to me was amazing throughout the series. It was just a little thing; she didn't get as much screen time as her son, but you could tell she was still there, and her impact and her decision was there, and everything like that. But okay. Like I say, dude. thanks to like Satoru's mom and everything, Kyle managed to move back, uh, well, move with her grandma. And you kind of get a backstory of Kyo's mom being abused by her husband. So then she took it out on her daughter. And you kind of feel bad for her, but at the same time, it's like that's what you get, you know. You deserve to lose your daughter because you shouldn't be taking her out. If you have some type of issue as a grown woman, you should have figured out ways to get help.
2: Yeah.
0: And to be it's, fair, Kamash uh, like, wasn't even in the perfect condition to take her anyway. I wouldn't put that kid with her at all. Because she's the one that started inflicting the abuse in the first place.
2: I'm, I'm she surprised, messed up the daughter. But I'm surprised that Kaya made it, like, in that... Sure timeline i'm surprised that she was alive because they kept alluding back to her poem when she was talking about um you know being on an island and being far far away and i it was quite clear that they were drawing to that like you know her committing suicide um and just not existing anymore and they really erased if you'll pardon the title um (laughs) (laughs) no but they alluded to that a lot so i didn't expect her to be alive
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. You're right, because she has been. But I think it was only because she was dealing with what she was dealing with at home, so she was trying to figure out a way to She
2: she, Well, are we going to reveal who, who the who the murderer was?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even before? We could go ahead and do that now, if you want to. Do you guys have a clue that it would be him?
2: No, not the first time watching it.
1: No, that, I definitely yeah. didn't know it was going to be, be him the first time watching it. I just, I was like, who in the world could it be? <laughs> yeah.
0: Because at the end of the, at the end of it, this is saying that it all made perfect sense that it was him. How could he be so stupid he missed it? But looking at it even again, I'd be like, mm, I didn't see the dots. I didn't see any of
1: that. So, yeah, yeah. because, go ahead. There you go. Uh, I like, I like, yeah, because the first time watching it, I could see how, like, as us viewers, we missed it it's like okay he's this he's that he's like always there and you know it kind of makes sense you got to watch out cuz sometimes your enemy could be really close to you mm-hmm. in a strange way and you didn't even pay it attention like at one point i even thought it was his friend who kind of picked up on Saturn being weird you know that one guy he's like you've been acting differently while you trying to save this person and that person but mm-hmm. at the same time like He's a kid. There's no way he would do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so He was automatically dismissed. So then I thought it could have been Yuki, but then I was like, no, clearly something ain't right because he wouldn't be saying this about Yuki like that. And like, it could have been anybody, honestly. It could have just been a random person. Mom's um reporter friend. Reporter guy. Yeah. Okay. He kind of did seem kind of sketchy <laughs> yeah. a little bit.
2: Well, if I, if I can make this like super real for a second, I guess the reason why we didn't, you know, see it coming that it was Yashiro, the teacher Mm -hmm. is because we're told to believe that there are structures in place and there are adults that we can trust. Yeah. And he was the kind of guy that got, he, he was the kind of that guy that like got off on being at the crime scene and being super helpful. Mm. Right. So so from the outside, it looked like he was being super helpful. You know, he was helping uh, Shachiko Satoru's mom on being able to coordinate this whole thing. But he was getting he was getting what he needed to get from the situation. And it was really manipulating it. But as as, even as like 10 year old kids, you're not going to suspect that it's your teacher.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely not. Because you think your teacher is supposed to be there to help be the one to help keep you away from danger from your, you know, if your parents ain't there because technically you spend more time in school anyway. So you would never think that.
2: Yeah. And I think, I I think in in many ways, like even with Kaya, like you know, you should, you should be able to trust your parents, but in some cases you can't, like you, you think that you're safe in this world and you can operate and you can make mistakes and it not be detrimental. Um, and unfortunately in this case, and I like that because, you know, you can have, you can have your fun light sort of animes or sort of entertainment, but sometimes it's nice to have, you know, animes that dig a bit deeper, Um, And, you know, in some ways it might hit a bit harder, Um, but it's also quite helpful and it's quite healing. I, I like the way that, you know, we talk about Kayo and how they show it and how she got through like the abuse of her parents. But let's also remember that these kids also went through the shared sort of experience together. So even Satoru, that's kind of the driving force of this show Not yeah, he he saved Kayo that one time, but that didn't determine, they didn't find out who the killer was. The killing was going to continue, Mm. right? And that's what needed to be addressed in this show because you saw, like again, like he was 29 years old, he was working at a pizza shop. Again, nothing wrong with that, but he had dreams and he didn't have them realized. And I think, you know, a lot of the time we're functioning, but we're not living, we're not thriving. And I mm, think that's quite be. a cautionary uh, sort of tale for this series.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. Ot, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, um,
0: I just think that in as much as we get a lot of anime that sort of trying to make us trying to escape the realities of the world. Mm-hmm. Erased sort of grounds us a bit more, sort of like Monster. Nice. Where you get to deal with real-life shit okay. in nice. a sort of anime perspective where you're so, you're so used to watch things like Goku or, or Ichigo fighting and using powers and superhuman abilities. But here they use a simple tool. The only sort of mysticism in this is the time travel. Other yeah. than that it's also grounded in reality, and I just think it's one of the sort of better best animes I've watched today.
2: And you thought we were just gonna talk about Pokemon, listeners? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you so much for recommending, because I think Erase has always been on our list of like animes we need to watch. And it kind of just stayed on that list, right? Yeah. Um, so thank you so much Adam, for being like, let's do an episode. You need to watch it. I think it was while we were recording our bonus episode. You're like, you yeah. Need yeah. now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was one of those that is not well known. And when I first watched it, I'm like, yo, this anime needs to be, people need to know about this anime. Like when I first, I, I watched it back in 2017. I think I want to say 1617. I think I don't know. I forgot when it came out. But it it was one of those that needed to be done. Like I'm happy. I'm happy the way it ended and everything. Uh so that way people can finally watch it for what it is cuz I felt like it was a real real piece of art and everything like that. Mm. And I felt like everybody should get a chance to know it and get a chance to you know, experience it. Cause it's definitely one of those emotional roller coasters. Cause you get your happies, your high, your low, your sad, you pretty much got everything in one in that one. And uh, like, is so.
2: It's a live action. Have you tried it?
1: Oh yeah. I definitely watched the live action. And I, by far, it's pretty much one of the best live action for a series. Cause like OT was saying, there isn't like no magical aspect to it. It's just real life. So I think it was a lot better. Than your typical, better, better
2: than Death Note.
1: <laughs> oh yes, definitely ten times better than Death Note. <laughs> you guys should watch it. I will recommend it. It's like I think they did a great job with it. There's some parts that are a little bit different than the anime, but that's the cool thing about it. You can compare the two. Yeah. But if you look at it, I feel like they did the uh, amazing job with keeping the story to just you know what. I'm going to have my people at work watch it. Thank you. You guys just gave me another show to <laughs> to show them. I'm going to have them watch the live action one. Nice.
2: Mm-hmm. We'll we'll definitely check it out as well.
1: Oh yeah, you guys definitely. But let's so for the most part, we all know that Kayo is safe. And but there were still people being murdered. And so cuz when you cuz as of right now, I think during that flashpoint, he should have been arrested already or caught or something like that. Yeah, so in the present he got caught and whatever because the killer is still technically alive, the teacher. He was alive and he's still up to no good. I don't know why he just randomly decided to show up again. Was it because he was trying to take a girl from the supermarket again? I think yeah, it was.
2: I think I think, you know, with with that sort of person, they've always got those impulses, right? Yeah. Or he might disappear for a while or he might go to a different town, but he's gonna do it again.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i think it is that's how uh we forgot all about that that's how his mom got murdered because his mom realized that that girl was about to be taken and so when she realized that she kind of figured it out who it was and like when she opened the door and saw who it was that's when she died yeah so yeah so damn that teach i hate that teacher man so, pretty much, we're going to fast forward it, too. So, there's a couple of kids that he had to save, one of them being another friend of his who ended up dying, too. Um, and he managed to save him. And then a girl that he never went to his school, uh, went to school with
2: her. Huh? I think her name was Ava. Or Aya.
1: Yeah, something. I, just, I don't know. She ain't that important to me. <laughs> She's one of those side characters uh what is it what is it i mean i got the list name up but i don't did they say her name yeah aya or a-y-a however you want to say it is it ava aya i think it's aya yeah okay so yeah he managed to save save her and then another character that was used to me making fun of kayo was this girl named uh Mizato. and then she was acting all depressed now because you know, Sartori pretty much called her on her shits and, you know, people wasn't trying to hang out with her. So she started being a loner, which kind of been a key idea for the teacher to prey on her. But at the same time, the teacher turned around and realized what Sataru was doing and ended up making Sartori be the capture, you know, the his next victim. And so what did you guys thought when the teacher finally got Sataru in the car and we realized it was the teacher? Cause that's that's pretty much was the scene right there. That's one of when the best it, expositions
0: in anime ever.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's like like that's literally if you somehow forgot everything, those pivotal scenes in that car, pretty much solidifies how great the series is, at least in my opinion.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. When he was like in the car and he was the teacher was tapping. And you're like, oh, here's some candy. Open it up. There was no candy in the glove department. It was just
2: and I think one thing. Also, I think also at that time, because like we're saying, we think it's Yuko. We think it's uh Shiratori to some extent as well. Like we think we know who it is. So, yeah, we're cool. We're just chilling with the teacher in the car. Yeah, no. <laughs> and and then I it slowly even as the viewers it slowly starts to creep in and you're like oh shit I think it's him I think yep. well, no it, it can't, can't be, be him. yeah it can't be and then like you said when he opens the uh glove box or whatever and there's no candy in there you're like okay this was him and then your mind is just unraveling and you're like oh my god and then you're thinking about all of the times where possibly you didn't pick up all of those moments and it was him. He was always conveniently in the periphery every time something was going on.
1: Every time it was he was there. Because the reason why we didn't think it was him because of how he helped out with Kyle. So if we did thought it was him for a little bit, we threw that out the box. Because like why would a killer help out the person that he was trying to murder? It just didn't make sense. Yeah, he went above and beyond for Kyle. Yeah, he really did.
2: No, but I think they get off on that as well. By being the, being the healer, being the helper, and also being the destructor at the same time, there's there's got to be some sort of dichotomy there. Um, yeah,
1: the teacher teacher was sick. Okay, but going, back
2: to, going back to when uh, they saw them carrying the groceries because they were on sale, which I can relate to, you know, over buying stuff in bulk. Um, when when Tutoro opened the glove box and all of that candy came out the mom was asleep but then she woke up and she's like give me some candy that is the most suspicious thing ever right (laughs) just like this grown man he you know he doesn't really have any sort of relations grown man he's got all of these candies in his car
1: that should have been a dead giveaway that is (laughs) true
0: i feel like his explanation was good enough though
2: but I don't think it was because through the whole series, the mom has been smart. She's been intuitive and she had this cool confidence about it. She didn't overtly shout, you're a terrible person. You know what I mean? Like she just yeah. she bought the pajamas. She made the extra lunch, so you know, so kaya could have it. Like she had been so, and I guess that's a problem sometimes when you have such a perfect character because to move the story along, they need to not be perfect, at least for one scene. Because I was like, for the mom to be there and her not, she had such great intuition. And the fact that she picked nothing up from
1: that, I'm like, mm. And I think it's because he, she was thrown off by the teacher helping uh, her with the Kyle situation. Yeah. Because I, I, I think that happened because I think the Kyle situation happened before they went shopping and overbuying. So I think that's what happened. I think the teacher kindness kind of threw her off because he was already there. He was helping Kaio out and everything. So the mom probably didn't think, nah, it couldn't be this man. And I don't think they were dealing with the murder at that point.
2: Yeah, but it's just she she hit all the right marks. Like she did everything that she was supposed to do this whole series and yeah. just didn't pick it up at that moment.
1: She had one more excellent to be the goat and she missed it. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I mean yeah uh, I mean I guess that's what makes her I I would say more realistic cuz even though let's be real everybody mother for some reason have this like ultra instinct mode where they know you're up to no good <laughs> and then sometimes the one time that you actually got away with it it's just you just actually got away with it so it's like one of those type of things so she's just human to me that's why I think it the series kind of shows even though he called her a witch cuz she knew what her son was thinking but at the same time that's her son so yeah. mm-hmm. she knows the in and out and what he's up to so it could just be that too that she just know her son really well <laughs> but yeah when I when he, when when we found out it was the teacher and the te- and pretty much let's be real this showcase either went Two ways. They could end with him dying, but end up saving the people. And that would be, I ain't gonna lie, that would be a shitty way to end the series. But at the same time, it was like I think it was like episode 10, pretty much. And pretty much the whole series, he's stuck, he's thinking as a 29 year old. Now, this is where the series kind of shift um to it, because he was like 29, thinking as a grown man. And he pretty much about to die by drowning in the water, and then he told the told the killer that he knows his future. And this killer's sadistic, so you tell him something like that, he want to know. But end up, he saved him at the end. But he was in a coma for like a long ass time, fifteen. So then, yeah, yeah. That's a long ass time to put somebody, to leave somebody. My mama had to have money or great health insurance. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. And she pretty much, it went from him thinking as a 29-year-old to being stuck in a grown man body thinking as a 10-year-old, which I thought that's one thing I like about this series was that it did that because he was no longer thinking of himself in the, in the, how should I say, from the past, he's stuck in a 10-year-old mindset in a in a sort of way because he technically, now that I'm talking about it, he technically kind of remember his, how should I say, his past life in a way, I guess, yeah. if you want to say it. Because he wonder, knew bits and pieces.
2: I wonder when, because, yeah, when, when the doctor first asked him what does he remember, he couldn't remember anything. But then yeah. once we got to the end – he apparently remembered everything. So I wonder when that happened.
1: Yeah. Maybe when he confronted the teacher one more time, because he remembered the teacher. He pretty much remembered everything that happened up to the point of him drowning Mm -hmm. pretty much. So I think he was remembering that, the teacher, how he saved everybody and from his, I guess, alternate life. When he was twenty nine, because he in the end he ended up remi- remembering um the girl his um Ari, yeah, he ended up remembering Ari, but Ari didn't remember him naturally. So I mean, she technically never met him
2: at the end. Of, <laughs> at the end of the series, was it two thousand and six or was it two thousand
1: and three? It should have been two thousand and six because Ari was technically of age. Because at the in the beginning, she yeah, was in you, high school.
2: You knew where I was <laughs> going with that.
1: Yeah, exactly because look I I was trying to ship them anyway
2: I'm just I was just trying to I'm just trying to count on my fingers I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out because she was 17 he was 29 so yeah wakes up from the coma it was three years before that so she would have been 14 yeah which would have been a whole nother uh genre
1: of yeah yeah we would have definitely had a whole different discussion but nah she was of age this time because he was actually a successful writer and everything I think he done deal with the whole murdering teacher and so because so uh, now i know at the ending there was two people were kind of split i wanted him to be with ari but people wanted him to be with kayo how did you guys felt finding Um, out that kayo end up marrying his friend
2: (laughs) you start because i'm about to dmx all over this mic, so you go
1: (laughs) (laughs) ari all the way um
0: Kyo,
2: oh anime, no! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's. I think it's trash that Kayo ended up with Hiromi, a friend. I think it's yeah. not, that relationship sort of just out of convenience rather than anything else. Yeah. Nah, I. She really put her neck out to save to save him. Yeah, and you she really did. Feelings were always there. They just he just didn't know how to to talk to her or to show it. I'm
2: sure he showed it in that nightgown.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm just saying, I like Ari from the beginning. I thought it was more, more, I don't know. Ari just from the beginning, tried to put her neck out to help him out. Granted, she was at the time 17. I mean, she only had one more year, so he could have waited. But, uh she kind of went out her way and was trying to be his friend. And so, so to me, it was like, Oh, you know, I kind of want these two to end up together. Cause she definitely, you can't, you can, she, she was a ride and die and they wasn't even dating. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, you know, okay, you this have, is it.
2: Have ride or die friends. I think the the qualm that I have with shipping him and Ari is you know, you, you, you have different sort of relationships, not me, it's just me and you, Um, Uh but you have different sort of, (laughs) you have different sort of relationships. And for me, Ari kind of represented him not dealing with his demons. Because he could start fresh and not have to deal with all of the shit that he's gone through. And that's kind of yeah. how I see because Ari's fun and she's light and it, it brings him out of his funk, right? But also at yeah. the same time, he doesn't really need to address what he needs to address in order to succeed to succeed and also to thrive. Um, in regards to him and Kayo, it would have been nice to see them together, like because in life or you know, just in watching something, you just want things to fit together perfectly. But in saying that, Kayo didn't like her life wasn't indebted to Satoru, but I don't think that was the case. I feel like it was more, they had such an intrinsic connection together. They really understood each other. Poor, poor Satoru was putting his like hand against the baby, I guess trying to determine whether it was his or something. Like some, <laughs> uh-huh. like some orohime coming in the nighttime with the, with the bed gown. <laughs> but like... I don't know. It, it it just felt wrong that like she got with one of the friends. Like, really? Like I get that, that you went through stuff, but like really it had to be the friends. And he was the least helpful friend, really. If she had to be didn't with Didn't do
1: nothing at all.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like Kenya was the most helpful. So I guess if she had to be with one of the homies, it should have been Kenya. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think. And then OT was making a comment while we were rewatching this saying you know what did you expect her to do like wait around and I was like work on yourself girl like you've got all of these years of abuse you need to work through that yeah (laughs) you need to work through stuff you don't just dive into a relationship and have a baby like you kind of need to deal with the stuff that you do because unfortunately like we see with Akemi the mom Mm -hmm. she was just repeating behaviors that she saw
0: yeah Oh, Pretty much. Routine. Well, then again, if, <laughs> if you remember what you're doing at 10 years old, you're not the same person as you were back then.
2: No, but that's not what I'm saying. She went through some shit and she didn't deal with it.
0: I think she dealt with it quite well. She moved on with her life the best way she could. And that yeah. gave she could give um Saturo anyway. She moved
2: on top of. That's where ah. she moved.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, my God. How <laughs> will fight you both. Hey, look, I'm just saying, look, with Kyle, I thought, you know, granted, I mean, if he did end it up with Kyle, I would have been okay with it too. But I actually had to agree with OT like 15 years. The man was in a coma. I don't think she knew he was going to pass. Granted, he, she probably shouldn't have went with the homie, with the friend, especially somebody who didn't help out a lot because he <laughs> didn't even seem interested at all. It's like he pretty much took, I think, Only because he was friends with Sitaru. That's how he got with her. That's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason. Because when you think about it, and it's not, and it might, I don't know. I'm trying not to say this sounding messed up. But (laughs) technically, Sitaru, her life should be almost like indebted because of him and what he did and how he put his neck out in his life to save hers. Mm -hmm. You know, it was because of him that she got to that point and everything like that. So it was like, you know, I understand it had been 15 years. So you can't really wait for somebody for 15 years. But I at least wanted to know, did she have real feelings for him or what is? Because in the show, it was like, you could tell they had feelings. And so. It was like
2: easy for her to have a baby with someone else. Like with the. Yeah. Like, there was no turmoil. There was no, I don't know. It just felt like she was rubbing it in his face. Like, did you have to come there with the baby? Like, I don't know. It just, it rubbed me the wrong way.
1: Exactly. She should have just not bring the baby and, like, ease him on in. The man just woke up from a coma 15 years just to find out. Said, I wouldn't even know if that would, would you call it an ex-fling or whatever. He did like her. You know what? He did like her. I can understand, I can understand the feeling of... uh probably what's going on. I can see why you feel that way, KT. I can feel it. But at the same time, you know, I'm Team Ari, so... Don't forget <laughs> it. He was
0: 29 years old when he was chatting off Kyle.
2: Oh, so come it's, it's on. No. Get off it.
0: <laughs> you of all <old> people? Really? <laughs> it was <laughs> It
2: wasn't ever meant to be. Okay. <laughs> Settled down. That got a bit dramatic.
1: <laughs> hey, look. Well, I mean, at the end though, technically he didn't get with Ari, but it was kinda like at the end implemented. It was no it was no other way to me, the way the series should end, but with him running back into Ari. Granted, he had to rebuild that relationship again, because she don't know nothing about him. And that's but- what I'm
2: saying. That's what I'm saying. Like there are some like, you know, like You can have uh, of of content, but you can have like an age barrier or you can have like, you know, you can be from like different sort of ethnicities. But for me, what's really important in regards to a relationship is your level of struggle that you've been through in your life. Like, yeah, you can connect with someone, yeah, you can have a good time with someone, but if you've never experienced any sort of hardship in your life compared to someone else that has been through quite a lot of really heavy shit, then you're never really going to be able to connect in a real meaningful sort of way.
1: So you're saying they're never going to really connect?
2: Yeah, they can They can get down. <laughs> <but> like <laughs> You know, when Satoru is like, you know, when he's feeling that sort of deep emotional sort of reprieve, he's not going to get that through Ari.
0: No, I think he will. Like, you know, you know, the soul, sort of um analogy when it comes to discussing multiple timelines and the sort, because time doesn't really change in situations and stuff.
2: Yeah, but you don't get multiple women in multiple timelines, Ot. No, 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 I'm no, no, sorry no, no, no. to tell you. You leave
0: voids, you leave voids. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there's a void in Ari and, that just perfectly matches with what she's Yeah,
2: he's interested in her void, but that's not what I'm talking (laughs) about.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look, I think in the end, uh, I think they will make it work. At least, look, in my mind, I would choose. I want them to work. I don't know. It's just something about her from the beginning of the series. And then, like, even though she didn't get as much time as Kayo, and he built up, that relationship with kyle it was one of those type of things that you know i could see it meant to be that's why they changed that uh the year and making her illegal because you know trust me if it was illegal this show would probably have a different review i'm just saying
2: (laughs) we'll be behind yuko's curtain
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's why i think they did what they did which was a wise decision Mm. I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, at the end, I'm I, I'm not gonna lose no sleep. You know, Kyle, she's a homie hopper. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, she is. But that was <laughs> that was a later attribute that wasn't really hinted at uh, earlier on in the series.
1: Yeah, I thought she was gonna be loyal.
0: She's not
2: loyal.
1: <laughs> no one's loyal for fifteen years.
2: so we've only got a few more years left um one thing i wanted to mention was kenya uh which was a friend and he was able to notice like a change in total when he was a 29 year old um as the 10 year old did you think he was a bit too intuitive and it was a bit too mature
1: Ah yeah, I definitely thought so. I'm like, this is he's ten. What how do he? he's like, like in your nerves? Like who what I like? He's a bougie ten year old already trying to be in grown folk business. Clearly, he wasn't didn't get hit as a kid for being in grown people business. So, because <laughs> as a kid he was like used to try to be in grown folk business and be like, go move. Business, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's how my parents used to do it. So but he he was definitely a Smarter than your average ten-year-old, um, because he was definitely kind of he. He picked up that you know, Satoru was different out of all his friends, uh and he noticed that he was up to something. Now I don't think he noticed that Satoru like came like he. This is like the future Satoru, and during that time, I just think he knew something was different. Something was up, hmm. and he just wanted to be a part of it.
0: You can tell he's he has a high IQ uh, to the point where he was actually advising Sotaro on what to do in certain situations. And we we're talking uh, yeah,
1: a grown twenty-nine year old man getting advice from a ten year old. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Lt.
0: <laughs> no, you could you could just understand that I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with um Kenya being that smart. Because his name was Kenya, that's why. He... Yeah, I'm about to say that because he's from Kenya. <laughs> Obvious glasses aside. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was solid. He was a really solid friend. And the fact that they all stayed together up until the end, it just warms my heart that Sotaru sort of made friends, that he he managed to change his life as well. well they yeah, he did.
2: In the main timeline, he just wasn't mm. friends with them.
0: You don't know. It, they didn't tell us He was sort of a loner He just
2: No, but I'm saying like Kenya and Hiromi They, they might have already been friends In the first timeline that we saw
1: Yeah, maybe But I'm meaning more Of Altogether. them as a group, yeah Yeah, I think what happened is chubby Like that traumatic goes- Huh?
2: Where did the chubby guy go? We didn't see him Because I think he got He with- was there Yeah what Was he? Oh.
1: Yeah, he was there at the end he I think he was skinnier He He slimmed down <laughs> Slim, <laughs> but uh, I think in the beginning he was just lonely because he probably pushed away his friends because remember technically um, uh, Kayo died and they was never really friends with her but then the guy that married Kayo I think believe he was dead he got murdered too Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think all the, when they lost their friend their friendship kind of like dwindled because it was traumatic you know and people change when stuff like that happen sure to the current present timeline where now everybody's alive everybody's happy everybody's doing fine you know he actually got his job and so so now he's a little bit more social and happier where his life has been especially since technically he remember what his life was as a 29 year old bum so <laughs> i'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's probably what happened is they just ended up falling out because of life. And so so and that's my guess. Cause the, and then plus the chubby guy probably would have never met um the girl that he ended up saving from the other school too. Cause I think aya. the Chubby guy and that girl. Yeah, aya, aya. Yeah. How I forget her name that quick. See, I'm bad with names, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he ended up um dating her. I think they ended up getting married or something. They or they were still dating, but they were together. I know that. So overall though, series was excellent.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Um, what did you guys think about the teacher trying to kill himself when he killed he pushed so Sotaru off the building? That was such a vomit moment. He said he couldn't leave, Ugh. he couldn't leave in this world without him being around.
1: That I ain't gonna lie to you. That was weird.
0: (laughs) I think, I think, I
2: think what was happening was he was he kind of found, you know, a nemesis. You know what I mean? He found someone that could, in many, his Joker, yeah, like Batman, kind of like could like match him, right? Yeah, and you know. uh, yeah, maybe maybe he wanted to continue or maybe he just wanted to be recognized and for someone to, like, be able to match him again, like you say, as his Joker. And, yeah, it's weird that he came back 15 years later, but he he enjoyed that. He was waiting for that moment, you know, that standoff up on the roof. And I think
1: he was paying for Sitaru Bill because he was keeping him alive, I think, or something.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He was like the chairman of the hospital or something like that?
2: I think, no, he was a councilman and the council, he had close relations with the hospital. And the councilman was also in the pizza place with the manager that actually ratted Satoru out. So I think he killed that councilman because he said that three years later, he suspiciously died and then he married (laughs) the daughter and then he became the councilman. Um, (laughs) He was was really looking forward to that moment because I think, um, you know, with a lot of what he was doing, you get like, I think he got numb after a while, like it became too easy mm. for him, right? So, I yeah. was looking forward to that standoff with Satoru. And, um, I, I didn't see it coming that you know he would get like, Yoshiro would get his comeuppance. I thought it was a bit cheesy, to be honest, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were bound to have some not so great. Moments, but you know,
2: <laughs> with all our powers combined, we defeated corruption. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not the best ending, but it's one of the it's one of those type of things. It's like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna let you guys slide
2: like that. so he could be alive and be with Ari. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the show went from that. They, they, I went from ten ten to the way it ended nine point nine nine. That's how I feel. <laughs> Only because of how the main enemy lost. Uh, but there was no other way. I don't know how they would end it. Like, either... I mean, I probably wouldn't have ended him wanting to kill himself or be like, his life won't live. I just wanted him to get busted and caught and arrested. <laughs> yeah. after getting the... I mean, he ended up technically dig, um, I guess, self-snitching on himself in a way. But I wouldn't have had to go on like that. <laughs>
2: yeah it was it was an interesting way to for it to unfold and I think it was the it was the start of the last episode where Yashira was talking um about a story for the hamsters
0: oh, that was
2: messed up that was some tokyo <laughs> ghoul shit like,
1: that was uh, the hamster oh yeah yeah i forgot he do got his own little a little story and how he like he tried to drown them and then one of them stayed alive because it was on top of the dead one corpse.
2: Yeah, and I again it felt very Tokyo Ghoul, um, but yeah that I, obviously that denotes because when they talk about like serial killers, like the first sort of instance aside from bedwetting is like uh, torturing animals, right? So it, it really denotes to who he was as a kid, and you know we say that what kind of kid would do this, but like. Unfortunately, it happens every, like in, across all ages. Um, and then he also gave that, uh, that story about the spider, um, you know, dropping. A th-
1: oh, with the thread.
2: Yeah, from heaven. And yeah. it, was, it was interesting, but it was interesting that the thread only appeared with children with him. It was like, I feel like he's kind of just using it as a vehicle for him to do whatever he wanted. Um, But it it was interesting. It it was interesting to see that he had, as distorted as it was, he did have some contextualized, um, you know, sort of code of conduct that he was operating. All the
1: creepers have
0: code of conduct.
1: (laughs) They have the old. Yeah, they have this like unspoken code of conduct for real. Yeah. It's crazy. But in the end, though, the show was definitely a nice show. Um, Live action was truly, truly amazing. So before, you know, we end up wrapping this up, would you guys recommend this show to people who haven't watched it? Absolutely. You think? I I think so. I think uh, overall it's definitely one of those emotional roller coasters. And stuff. I probably even recommend it to somebody who haven't watched anime and think anime is just a bunch of, you know, and for you, KT, like one of those people who think is like titties galore. You know how people always think something like that. a so, see, I told you I figured out a way to end putting it in it <laughs> that way.
2: There <laughs> was a clip on Twitter, I think, like the other week of how ridiculous, uh, like, a. I, I don't know which anime it is. I'll need to find it for you, anime note. Um But apparently, because you know, like, titties bounce around uh, you yeah. know, when you're fighting or whatever you're doing. This lady was literally just laying still, and her boobs were breaking the sound barrier. It was insane. <laughs> So, I'll I'll need to go and find it for you, but it it was making the rounds on Twitter, and I'm like, like Yeah, they're real, they move, but not when you're just laying there. Like,
1: (laughs) you know how it goes. Like, when I was watching High School of the Dead, um, like the dude shot a gunshot, like a sniper, and like the girl dodged it, and then like it went perfectly, and her boobs were jiggling and like went right between. Like the bullet went right between her boobs and then shot the zombie. I'm like, all right, now, come <laughs> on, you guys. You guys are doing too much. <laughs> doing too much. I was laughing. I was like, you know, there's fan service, and then there's fan service that's doing too much. That was definitely on the too much end. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, but at the same time, like if it was just one jiggle away, we will be this episode. We'll be talking about something else. Okay. Sure, very <laughs> true. But yep, that's it for me. Do you guys have anything y'all want to say?
2: Um, We're watching Black Clover right now and we're almost up to date. Aren't we, OT?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm, I've been grinding on my Black Clover too, but I'm pretty sure I'm far behind. <laughs> yeah.
0: We, we struggled with it. on the start, but it's really hitting its stride now.
2: Yeah, it took about yeah. hundred episodes, but like this, the splooshes are great. Yeah, it is amazing.
1: So just hang on there until you hit a hundred episodes; <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> it it has its moments where it's good, and then it has its moments when it's like oh, I don't know about this. I, I I can see some. I can see why some people are still into it. It's it's good. I like the storyline, but at the same time, like the filler ones, I don't even know if it's fillers. Some of the episodes feel like fillers and i'm pretty sure they are fillers
2: <laughs> i think the but, main i think the main sort of problems that we had when we first started it was uh we didn't really care about the characters because they didn't really establish the characters and why we should care about them mm, and it also yeah. felt like we've seen it before um naruto full full metal alchemist Uh, yeah like you feel like you've seen him before and it's not it's not the anime's fault but you feel like you've seen him before so it kind of you know heightens that barrier um of entry
1: yeah i'm glad you said that because definitely in like naruto aspect of it like naruto was loud is loud asta always yelling he's he's loud then you got the other guy see i'm not what's his name the sasuke yeah you know Yuno know, is quiet, but naturally talented, of course. And who else is naturally talented? And technically, Sasuke is quiet, but not as you know quiet as Yuno. Know.
2: Everything Yuno know says is cool. Like, he he gets all of the cool lines in Black Clover.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, at the end, we already know who's going to be the Wizard King. Let's be real. Because Naruto wanted to be Hokage. And what happened? Naruto became Hokage.
2: <laughs> Let's not forget, uh, Kakashi was also
1: a Hokage. Yeah, you know that's that sounds like another type of podcast that we could get into if <laughs> Kakashi was an effective Hokage or not. How dare no. you! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Best aside, from, uh, maybe with Sonate, but you will not, you will not mark down Kakashi in regards to being a Hokage. I fight with you all the time. He deserves his
1: props. No, I'm not saying that he ain't, but I do feel like. And you might get mad at me, but it's okay. I, I do feel like <laughs> Kakashi is the weakest Hokage since he's lost his Sharingan. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 Plus, no. Plus, no. because Tsunade was the beast. She might not have been the best Hokage, but she could still go toe-to-toe. She will knock out Kakashi in a heartbeat.
2: She's better than the... Th- uh, Kakashi's better than the third Hokage.
1: No. Mm, no. I... I think they both going to battle it out. Kakashi's good. Get up in the hospital.
2: Because he Every fought with so time. much heart. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Not he wasn't. He was giving his all. Look, if, if the series would have allowed Kakashi to keep his, keep the dual Sharingan, then I would have been like, yes. Okay, Kakashi easily would have been beat um, Tsunade, the third, and even the second. I would go as far as that, those guys. Because he ain't beating the first. I'm not going to give him that. And he ain't beating Naruto now. Definitely not going to give him that. But he would definitely probably beat Tsunade. He will definitely probably beat the third. And I don't think he could beat the fourth either. Nah, he can't beat the
0: fourth. He can't beat anyone, actually. He Who was he-
2: Monado, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah without without his all his eyes he had only chidori
1: which is <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not i don't think it's our fault for feeling like that it's the series fault i'm gonna blame the series because kakashi no, is a great character huh
2: i'm gonna blame both of you <laughs>
1: I'm just saying Kakashi is a great character, but the series always had him breaking down, tired. You know, look, and, and in case you guys didn't know, my favorite character is Itachi. He could do no wrong. Itachi was dying from a disease, and he still was able to whoop up on some Kakashi in the crew. I'm just saying.
2: Can we at least agree that Kakashi was the strongest than all of like all of all of the like Joni? leaders at the time? Yeah. Can agree yeah. disagree that? I'll
1: piss off. I mean, <laughs> well, no, nah, I mean, he is strong. I mean, he was technically the strongest Joni.
2: No, yeah. don't give me this technically. He was literally.
1: <laughs> I mean, but have you seen what Mike Guy did?
2: Oh, but you never want to pin the two against each other. They've got their own uh, cute little rival. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, I'll give it. Naturally, so Kakashi was the best out of all of them for the journey and if you had to technically think about it he was the best man next to hold the position down until naruto became of age because i ain't gonna lie kona, uh, kona after they just seemed like they was just getting weaker and weaker honestly if you when you think about it because then you had the first the second the third he was definitely like the worst of them all like he had naruto struggle knowing who it is like thank you like i The third uh, had Naruto struggling, and, like, he knew who his dad was. Granted, I understand that he didn't want nobody to know, but at the same time, he didn't try to stop people from hating on him. He didn't try to even help him get money. Like, the dad was Hokage. I'm pretty sure they had to have some type of (laughs) insurance or something for the boy to be taken care of. He didn't try nothing. Exactly. Okay. I, I would say that. Kikashi. So, you know what? Just for that, you know, Kakashi can beat the third Hokage. I'm going to give him that one. Nah. I ain't giving him Tsunade, though. That's that's definitely. Tsunade is trash. She's a, le- but... she's a,
2: she's a legendary Sunen, so.
1: Yeah. But I, at the same time, you know, the show didn't really do Tsunade justice either. Oh, she no. was trash.
2: They definitely could have displayed her way more.
1: Mm-hmm. But she, she was, was technically stronger than the Raikage. Yeah. But at the same time, she didn't seem like she would be as good as him. She's just only stronger because, you know, she's a legendary Sonny. And then you got to make the female strong. So you got to do that.
2: Yeah, because if you consider how much – love Jiraiya. But if you imagine how much screen time Jiraiya and also Orochimaru got as the legendary Sani just from that sort of screen time, Sanade didn't yeah. get nearly as much. She didn't get nearly as much character development. She was also the first to implement the medical units as well yeah she was the first to implement that as well so she she had quite a big influence um and i guess if you know you know otherwise you probably don't regard her as high
1: yeah she's definitely she i mean she i feel like she did more than what the third did because third let's let's be real i think they went on to. i'm pretty much gonna say the third was like cause kahuna they have a recession he he made them lost the uh, Uchia, which to me Killing all the chi is granted it was gonna riot. Yes, I know. They, they, he should have did better to try to, you know, not make them feel like outsiders anyway, after the second, because yeah. you know, they consider the second Donald Trump, <laughs> apparently. Wow. And that's the that's the running joke around America. They said the second Okage is Donald Trump. I'm like, wow, you guys are doing too much. <laughs> get fresh, but
2: get some fresh air safely at that point. Like <laughs> forums at that point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> these people you know how people are that's how they're gonna compare it but the third didn't even try to make it any better and he pretty much let it get to the point where they had to end up letting Atachi with the help of uh obuto kill the killed the whole uchiha village and when they did that they dramatically lost strength and power easily and to me. He,
2: he wasn't in cahoots, but he was definitely enabling those two old, the old man and the old lady, them doing their dodgy little things in the background. He kind yeah. of let that happen.
1: Yeah. I, like I say, I feel like we should definitely do a podcast about this one because we could easily, easily go into it <laughs> before it turned out to be another three-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> But, you know, before we close out, do you have anything to say to your fans and people listening?
2: Uh, I guess just thank you so much, uh, Anime Nerd, for having us on to your podcast. It's very comfortable. We like being in this space. Uh, And you should definitely make sure that you're subscribed to Anime Nerd so you can get all of his episodes, if you're not already, obviously. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I finally, after a long time, created me a Patreon so oh, welcome. So I figured i will go ahead and just drop this little tidbit um, for you guys. So I'm going to be doing a Patreon. Uh, I've been working on my podcast. So what's going to happen now is podcasts like this and stuff will be put on my Patreon first. And then a little bit later down the line, it'll be added on to the other stuff. Just because I'm working with a lot of other podcasters too. Mm. I have like, I'm dropping one right now at nine o'clock being dropped that's going to be the last one for as of right now being dropped on anchor yep. and for that week and then anything else that i record is going to be on patreon first and then load it onto anchor to be distributed out on later date just so it'll help me out produce more content and i feel like my patreon account would have a little bit more like i'm gonna do anime reviews and like like how i used to do it i feel like i can do it On Patreon and stuff like that, and then if people want to tune in, I figured that'd be the best way to have more content and add it on on there. So definitely, and thank you guys for you know being on my podcast. I always enjoy talking to you guys. You guys like bring a breath of fresh air. It's so fun having you guys there and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure I know it's like what twelve o'clock in the morning over there now.
2: Oh, we're getting close, but we're fully energized. We feel great. Thank you so much for having us on.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I appreciate you guys taking out the time. I know this time's trying to schedule, you know, I'm on one end of the world, you guys on the other. It's kind of hard. But next time, I promise I'll make accommodation to be on you guys' time schedule.
2: That's absolutely (laughs) fine.
1: So, all right, until next time, peace.
2: Bye.